0: Hello and welcome to yet another podcast from Kilted In, Iowa. It is I, Lord Nathan Kula, dispensing stories and shenanigans all about Iowa, the Midwest, and pretty much wherever my wife lets me travel. (laughs) Well then, I am actually recording this live in F.W. Kent Park. Now, if you don't know where that is, well, clearly you need to hang out with me more. This is a therapy session for me. But I thought it was also an excellent spot to share yet another ghost story in Scotland. Ah, the wee Baddies are a great backdrop to this story. Now, I'll tell you this, it's about the Drover's Inn. And the Drover's Inn is another one of those most haunted places in Scotland. It's been around since 1705, officially. Unofficially, the place is probably seen camping and meeting places loosely associated with droving cattle and sheep and whatnot from north to south and back south to north. So, a lot's happened in this place. You know, there's stories after stories, and some fair geese gliding in. Yeah, oh, you heard them coming, didn't you? Well then, yes' yeah, nature for you, you know. So anyway, so the drover's in. Hello Mr. Geese. Yeah, you're making quite a ruckus. Fair job you done there. If you can't tell by the honking that's actually a Canadian geese. you're an Iowa geese. act like it. <laughs> Where's your guilt? <laughs> Get guilted! Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes, Drover's Inn. So the Drover's Inn is a particularly haunted place. Now, you can look it up at droversinn.co.uk and you can read about the ghost stories and you can see videos and you can hear people tell you things. But our story doesn't take place in the inn proper. For adjacent across the road... Are new lodgings that they've had. They've had them there for a while, but they're not really associated with any of the ghost stories that are on the website. All of those stories happen in the main building, the actual hotel itself. So this was the first one that I had heard and the only one so far that I've experienced. So here we are, few days out on the West Highland Way, right? And we make our long trek that day, finish at the Drovers Inn. Now, the wife and I were super excited because it was a Friday and we know that they've got live music on the weekends. And we were so looking forward to not only having a fine hot meal, but also to enjoying some live music in a Scottish pub, you know? And we wanted to dance. You know, that was a thing that was on our bucket list. So we got hurriedly into the shower and got cleaned up a bit. And we ended up being over at the inn early and we got good seats. You know, we didn't want to elbow people. We didn't want to take up a four person table with just the two of us. So we got our meal And we ate it slow because... It was delicious. And sitting in the bar... There is so much to absorb. And I say again... Go to the website... Look at the pictures. It doesn't do it justice... But I'll give you a glimmer. I mean... There is history... After history... After year of history. And uh, the whole... Bar is coated with it. The walls are absolutely jam-packed with memorabilia from this and that and clan chiefs and great pictures of famous people and infamous people and you know there's there's all kinds of little poems tacked on on the on the wall you know and, and you know, just trophies of this and, and there's so many taxidermied animals that it's a little intimidating, actually. But that's what the Drover's Inn is. You know, it's, it's a local pub, but it's a local pub that has catered to anyone moving through the area for 300 plus years. I mean, think about that. And if you kept something, even just one thing for every year, that's enough to jam-pack most anybody's entire house you know and here they are and they get travellers in off the way but just people visiting Scotland because a highway, the main thoroughfare going north goes right past the front door of the drovers inn you can't miss it that and all the signs I tell you the fucking drovers inn's coming (laughs) so anyway, here we go Susan and I are in there having dinner. there's quite a few locals, but it's not packed yet. It's maybe... 7 o'clock. the music doesn't even start till 9. And we're just absorbing it all. And loving it. And, uh... People from our hiking group... Because we are... We are hiking with a group of 15 people. Started to trickle in. And... The uh, two fine gentlemen that are associated with the East of the Hebrides and the Gentle James hiking tours and walking tours, uh, Billy and Jamesy are the are the two cohorts in this. And um, oh, Billy, he likes to he likes to drink his gin, and uh, he and I like to share stories. And he was talking with the owner, and he sees me. And, uh, you know, I came up to order a drink. And so I asked Billy, I'm like, what do I get here that's not gin? Because I fucking hate gin. (laughs) I do. Uh, You know, it's just not my drink. That's all right. And uh, Billy says, well, you know, here's the bar owner. You know, why don't you ask him? And so here we go off on a little tangent about talking about how long he's owned the bar and why the fuck am I wearing the kilt. and, And I'm from what? what state of where and who gives a shit, you know, it's the middle of the, of the Americas, so, he says, well, you know, we're glad to have you here and everything, and I'm glad that you're associated with such a shady character as, as Bill here, <laughs> we had a good chuckle of that, and, uh, you know, he, he referred me to a very delicious scotch that turns out to be one of Susan's favourites, a Belvaney double wood, <laughs> and it's, it's just magical, and so, you know, I like I want to get back to my wife because we're sharing this special moment, but it was very nice to meet the the older gentleman that owned the, the pub there, the drovers in. And you can feel the energies in this place, but when it gets full of people, the living people's energy becomes so intense that it kind of blocks everything out. So we're in this room and it's filling up now. And everyone is packed to the bar. The bar is standing room, three people deep. And here is every table, every seat filled. You know, there's no posted fire code in this this building. And there's a reason for that. Because, you know, you got windows, right? You can get out. So every seat is filled. Every table is filled. People are sitting on each other's laps. And we're like... Oh bloody hell! This uh, the music entertainment must be fantastic. This guy's really packing the house. And so one guy gets up right, and he's tiddling with his with his guitar and getting his amp set up and everything, and his microphone right. And Susan and I are just like, I it, said, it's one guy. This one fucking guy, okay. So and he starts playing '80s American music. <laughs> And I started laughing. And Susan was just looking at me with this incredulous look. she's like, well, I didn't expect that. <laughs> he played a Bruce Springsteen song from the 80s. I was like, that's... At least he didn't play Born in the USA, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, we're having a great time. And even though it's this gentleman singing 80s music, you know, here the drovers in... But well, we don't care. We're like, all right, let's find one that we can dance to. Now, remember, this place is packed. And it's not big. The pub is not big. The pub portion of it is not big. It maybe should hold 50 people. And there was probably 75 in it. And I'd say three quarters of it was locals. And the rest was us bloody Americans and some other Europeans, you know. And so Susan and I make a little bit of room apologetically, of course, you know, because I'm 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 wide, not very tall, right? But I'm wide, and that's a problem, you know. So we start dancing just a wee bit, and I'm bumping people, and you know, I'm just like, oh, I'm I'm very sorry, you know. My wife and I are just trying to dance a little bit, you know. If you if you could move a little bit, and they're like, ah, oh, whatever, fucking American. So anyway. So we dance a little bit and you know we it was it was amazing just to see my my wife's eyes and her smile light up because we were checking off a thing off our bucket list. And you know, so we sit down after two songs and I'm like, you know, sure my knee hurts. I my, my ankle's a bit sore and she's feeling really her feet are really bothering her a bit today. But we were not going to stop no matter what. So here it is, almost 9:30 and like oh, he plays another song that we like. So that we know we can dance to And we're just doing the hustle, you know We're not trying to do anything too fancy And so, you know The second time we got up to dance This time, a lot of the locals were figuring out That A, we're fucking crazy and we're gonna dance And B, they might as well keep drinking and clapping Laugh along at us Because, you know, we're just fucking bumping everyone So, we started getting a cheering section So that was fantastic, you know and the musician was, he was fair good, you know, and and we were we were having a good time. And, and, and and you know, so we sat down again, and I said, I don't know how much more I can do this, especially if we've got another 16 mile to do tomorrow. And she goes, hey, and you know the fact that it's a quarter after 10. I was like, yeah, well, let's just listen to some more music, because I'm not ready to leave yet. And she goes, no, I'm in the same boat, you know, I just... I want to go to bed, but I don't want to leave here because I know once we leave, we may not ever have this opportunity again. I'm like, fuck right, you know. So here we go. We're sitting down, and a second person joins the original singer, and he's got a banjo, and he also looks like the dirty version of ZZ Top. He's got a super long but wild white beard, and he gets up on this banjo, Right? And he starts picking the shit out of it. And I'll, I'll fair admit, I like a good banjo. You know, I mean, not solo, mind you, but I, I love a good banjo. And fuck, man, this man was a master. And he was throwing down. So then they started playing, you know, just more of a, uh, well, I'd say it was a rockabilly, but it's not. It's more like a rock hillbilly, you know. But it sounded crack on fantastic. And uh, we were just loving it. We were just tapping on toes and we kept couldn't get over the fact that this man looked like he walked straight down out of the hills. You know, combed some, combed some heather out of his hair and some bracken out of his hair. And he walked in and picked up someone's banjo and started laying down the thunder. <laughs> it was amazing. But here it was getting towards, you know, 10.30 and almost, almost, uh, 10.45. And we're like, all right, fuck on, we gotta get going. And I, I pause now to say that I am actually watching deer run about here. I think I startled them. I've been walking a bit, but not very fast. But anyway, so here we are, we're getting ready to leave the drovers, because we have to be back at, like, 7 o'clock in the morning. You know, we're gonna get get a wee bit of sleep. So we get back to our room. And they're fantastic rooms, you know, bed was already we already found out the bed was comfortable. We already taken a shower, so we felt pretty good. You know, and we so we kinda sat down and we talked about the trip to here from Tindrum down to the Drovers and and what a beautiful hike it was and you know just kind of recapping the day. And then we wrote in our journals a bit and I had not felt anything energy-wise or spiritual or as far as a wee ghosty or anything in our room right when we were here first and I didn't yet either and as Susan and I stopped writing in our journals and we were ready to tuck in, you know, we did. We we leaned back, shut, shut off all the lights and I set the alarm and and she's like, what a fantastic fucking amazing day. And I was like, I can't, I can't believe I have to go to sleep and, and get on to the next day, but we do. I just want to hang on to this one. And she goes, like, hey, this, this has been one of those hallmark days. So we go to sleep. And at some point in time, around probably two o'clock or so in the morning, Susan gets up to go to the bathroom but she sits on the edge of the bed for a minute and she's just staring at the door opposite us. You know, it's about 20 feet away. That's the door leading straight outside. And she's just staring at it. And it kind of woke me up a bit. And I was just like, uh, what, what's going on? And she goes, I'm not certain, but I think someone's standing just on the inside of our door, just watching us. And that got my attention. <laughs> I was like I don't see anybody And she was like no 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 And I was like oh got ya You know I'm finally starting to wake up a bit I'm a bit foggy And I was like well I don't feel anything sinister Or you know troublemaker or nothing So you know Until that changes All's fair so you know off we went And she went to the bathroom and she came back out And she got right back in bed And we knocked right back off to sleep And maybe it was about an hour later I woke up And I had to (laughs) pay. And so I stand up and walk around the edge of the bed. And you know what? I saw the very edge outline of an upper torso of a man wearing like a rain hat standing near the end of my bed. And as soon as I rounded the corner, you know, it, it he he dissipated But I could still feel him. And it wasn't like, Ooh, oh this 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 is ill intent here, you know, there's gonna be a reckoning and, you know, you've done the thing and you're gonna pay for it and and that kind of thing. It was just, you know, some fucking bastard standing in my room. And I was like, Alright, So, I went to the bathroom, washed my hands, come out, and I see him again standing in about the same spot. And I I got my energy up, you know. And we are electric creatures, right? We have energy, electricity pulsing through our bodies. That's how our muscles work. It's how our brain works. It's how our entire body system works. You know, and you can amplify that energy. And you've probably been around someone that you you have felt and a specific energetic wave coming off of them, whether it's bad news or they're super happy or, you know, it just emanates from them and you can feel that, right? Well, I've noticed that I have a fair bit of control of mine. And so I puffed it up. And I use this energy barrier to walk at this man, and I start walking at him, and he—he kind of dissipates, but I can still feel where he is. And I walk him to our door, and I say to him out loud in the room, "I've got no trouble with you, but you will not stand over my bed and watch me sleep, nor my wife." So. If Kindly leave, sir. And I walked him right out the door. Now, that doesn't always work. It's actually got me in a fair bit of trouble here and there. But this this spirit, I think, was more willing to go, but didn't like being told to go. So like a pouty child. And then, I crawled back in bed. You know, it's just a little after three. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm exhausted I'm going to get three more hours of sleep Maybe two and a half So let's go, you know So there I go, knock off Alarm goes off in the morning, you know We're getting about And you know, I told, told my wife about My interaction with that With that entity, right And she said, oh, that was You know, I didn't feel anything bad from him I'm like, no, nor did I But I don't like anybody Just standing there watching me sleep (laughs) You know, I probably didn't like it When my parents did it when I was wee So, you know, we're getting our stuff together We're getting ready to crack on for the next day And, you know, we get all of our bags out And we walk across the highway to the Drovers Inn And we're standing in front of it where we're supposed to gather And uh, James, he comes walking up to us And he goes, hey, cool Fine fine, morning What are I said "Hey," eh? And he said so How was your sleep last night And I said Oh we slept like the dead But you know a funny thing uh, I could swear that we were visited By a man You know No ill intent or what not But I didn't want him Standing in a room Watching us bloody well sleep I said so I, f- I asked him to leave And I was rather direct about it And he goes, oh, what time was this? And Susan says, oh, round round three, maybe a bit after. And he goes, well, that's funny. Because at 3.05 a.m., my coffee pot in my room flew off the tabletop and smashed onto the floor. And Susan and I looked at him and we were like, what happened? He goes, no bullshit. My coffee pot... Flew off the t- off the stand And smashed onto the floor And he goes So I'm guessing you pissed him off And he went through my room On his way to wherever it was That he was going <laughs> And I said Well then I'm sorry That I asked him to leave so abruptly And he goes, he goes That was the freakiest thing I have had happened to me In this hotel And he goes And there's been some things And I'm like Oh I don't doubt it I said, but, you know, have you guys ever had anything happen over at the lodges before? And he goes, no, never. This is a first. And Susan says to me, I'll bet he followed us from the drovers over here because he was intrigued. And James, he goes, oh, that, that's as well maybe. but but uh, you pissed him off and he broke my coffee pot and woke me the fuck right up. <laughs> so we had a chuckle about that. You know... There's a lot of things that happen and there's a lot of things you can explain, but the few things that you can't explain, you have to find your explanation somewhere else and the world works in some very scientific ways and the world also works in some very non-scientific ways. Now, I always remind myself, the human eye can only see a very small spectrum of vision that actually happens on this earth. And there's a lot going on that we don't see. And we can't interpret. So just remind yourself. Just because you can't see them doesn't mean they're not there. So that has been my ghost story of the drovers in and I hope you enjoyed it as I've been on my nature walk here and I've, I hope that you can hear all the birdies and you certainly heard the geese <laughs> they made flat sure of that but anyway this is the conclusion of that story and uh, I'll, I get on with the rest of my day and I hope that you are getting on well with the rest of yours Remember, I love you. We're all in this together. Right, I'm pulling for you. Alright, have a smashing day.